When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our target Nuggets may be undefeated, but the Canterbury Rams sit at the top of the Cells NBL table after beating the Southland Sharks on Friday night. Ty Winyard put on another clinic, scoring 28 points while also dominating the boards, and the Rams will soon be out. Uh, be without their big man though as he eyes a life-changing move to China in a couple of weeks to take up a very lucrative 3v3 um, contract with the Shanghai Sharks. Ty's on the line with us this morning to talk about the move and more. Morena Ty, how are you this morning mate? Morning, good, good. <laughs> That's good mate. Look, as a Taranaki man myself, it was tough to see you move down to the Rams this season but uh, it looks like you're thriving down there mate. How, how have you liked the change of scenery? Yeah, no, loving it down in Christchurch. Um, yeah, they've moved us, me and my family, both down, all down. So it's been, no, it's, it's been good. Yeah, it is. It is good. And by the way, Ty, we have had this before. It's Louis here, mate. We've had this before that basketballers are always the athletes that um, do comment on the early wake up for morning breakfast radio. So I appreciate you getting the getting getting up to. <laughs> To take the call for us, mate. But pretty yeah. exciting t- time in your life. Um, well, you got the Rams firing on all cylinders, and you got a new journey on the horizon. Yeah, no, nah, definitely excited about everything ahead. Um, uh, gutted that I can't be staying with the Rams. Obviously, uh, the boys are just starting to get into it, and, and we're playing some great basketball together. So, yeah, a bit gutted about that, but it, it should be a good good little experience for me to to get overseas and play some ball. Hey, Ty, so, so how did all this come about? Like, you know, we're um, China just looking out for athletes and they your manager, they contact you, the manager, they threw a contract in front of you. Like, how did it actually all come about? Yeah, well, I was just kind of over at the Asia Cup and um, I was just finished a, a, a game against China and a few guys came out to me. And um, they were like, oh, well, would you like to play in the Super League? And I had no idea what this was at the time. <laughs> and um, so they kind of threw a, threw a contact at me. And then um, later on, we talked and they gave me a contract. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, this must be pretty real. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. pretty, re- pretty real, right? Well, you just hope that the chicks, the chicks clear. Was that the first thing you asked? Yeah, exactly. I think that's a bit of the worry, because eh? you, you never know with when you go over there. Like to make sure that everything's okay, you have to have lawyers look through it and and all that. Obviously, whenever you're going overseas, just because it's it's not like I guess it's not it's not the same as over here. You know, um, a lot of people go over and they don't get paid or whatever it may be. So you have to really check and look into things before you head over. Whereabouts on your in your basketball journey, Ty? And you've had a, a really interesting. I mean, you're still a young man, but you've had an interesting um, time in the kind of public eye so far. But the, whereabouts did the three x three come across your desk? And when did you get involved? Did, is that something you'd been playing in high school back in New Zealand, or is it later in your career? Yeah, so I started way back in high school when we went to the under 18s uh, World Cup. I think I was like 16, and we won the. 
World Cup in Hungary. Me, Matt Freeman, Sam Timmons, and uh, Nico McCulloch. And then since then, I played a couple more times at, and for the national team and that, and then and really enjoyed it, you know. So I think I've been playing for a long time, just off and on, and um, where I can around fives. So yeah, a little while. Hey, Ty, it all, all hasn't been plain sailing for you, though, um, has it? You know, you went through a bit of a tough time. Uh, your weight sort of um, started to balloon out and, and you know, through through some some really dark um, parts of your life. Just just talk us through that and how you came out of it um, for our listeners. Yeah, well, I, I kind of just went into a bit of a hole after college. I didn't know what to kind of do with my life and whether whether I should keep following basketball. And I took some time off for a couple of years and and I was just lucky enough to have a have a nice, great partner and, and my partner at the moment and um, my son who really supported me and my family that, that supported me to get back on my feet and get back into basketball and, and start enjoying playing again, you know. So I think that was the biggest thing is that I didn't really enjoy it anymore and I was kind of over playing because I played so much basketball over the years from a young age and um, yeah I just I kind of fell out of love with the game but I'm glad to have found it again and be back in great shape and it's easy to get in good shape when you enjoy what you're doing you know. Was it a bit of a case of you you kind of needed to realise that basketball wasn't everything in life and when your family came along it gave you a little bit more perspective? Yeah, exactly. I think I think that is a big part of it. Like, um, just just finding who I am outside of a basketball player. Like, mm. I kind of sat there and thought to myself, all I'm known as is this basketball player, and what am I? You know, what do I enjoy? And and I, I didn't know, <laughs> so I kind of just yeah lost my way a little bit. But I think it was my own decision making that led me down that path, and. And I believe in a little bit of um, everything happens for a reason, mm. and, and you go through experiences to kind of learn from them. And um, yeah, so I think I just went through all that so I could learn from it and know how not to put myself in that position again. So yeah, Kawaiyo, mate. Like, uh, just tell us a little bit about the the uh, the person away from the basketball court tied. Like, um, where were you brought up, and and what are your values? What are your family values? Yeah, I was brought up out west in Auckland and, uh, with my dad and Jason Winyard and my mum, Carmen. And we, we obviously he's a woodchopper, so I've been brought up about around winning my whole life. And like he's, it's kind of been brought up around sport and that competitive nature throughout my whole my whole kind of upbringing. And I was travelling all the time when I was younger. And um, oh, I've yeah, I don't know. I'm still kind of figuring that out, the young side of me, because I think that a lot of it goes kind of, you forget about it, but um, I, was, I was lucky enough to travel a lot with my family, and then now I guess it's like I'm a father, I enjoy all these other things off court, I, I love taking my son out to do things, and I'm not just as basketball player, I think, as much, so yeah. Oh, it's, it's really cool, man. It's um, no, it's it's it's, a, it's well answered because it's it's not easy to talk about yourself all the time. So no, that's cool, Ty. Hey, yeah. funnily enough, especially in the prob- morning, with you. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. No, fair enough, fair enough. 
this is you probably never heard this before and i'm not comparing you to a, a horse jockey at all but funnily enough we just had a bloke on the radio that's a jumps jockey and he was just talking about losing he used to get down to a certain weight to be able to ride and we've we hear, hear this from time to time about jockeys when their weight is right they can be more consistent in their performance you know they don't have to worry that their conditioning is the first thing that if they are consistent in their conditioning then the kind of skill set comes after that for yourself, like getting in condition, you've been playing unbelievable and you've picked up this contract. How much of that came down to your physical condition and just being able to trust your body? I think majority of it, just because like um, when you're in good condition, you're less injury prone, you can move for longer and better and and like um, the longevity of you being out on that court and providing high-level basketball is uh, better than when you're carrying the weight. You know, some players uh, carry the weight better than others, but then they end up having to deal with different problems after the game. And then the next game, that they have to play. The um, injuries flare up or they're sore or bits and pieces like that. So I think a game of basketball, carrying any excess weight, like if you look, I guess it really hurts you. Because like if you look at these guys in the NBA and you try to build your body like their body type, because obviously that's the pinnacle of basketball. You look at them and they have no body fat. So I think that's kind of where the mould has to be and that's why it helps so much with having low uh, low fat levels, yeah. And what about the um, the 3v3 game, uh, Toy? You know, like, do you think it'll continue to grow globally? Yeah, I definitely think it'll grow. Um, it's the only second year in the CBA league and I think... As soon as people and players all over the world start hearing about it, then it's actually an option to be able to play year-round through extreme basketball. I think that more people are going to get involved. And also having it in the Olympics, like in the Olympics last cycle, and then this, this cycle will have it again. So I think every country really wants to win a gold medal. So Wow. It's we a can, big, we it's can... a big thing. Win our medal. <laughs> Oh, we can dream, man. Like we can only dream, and uh, I know that there are. We've been going pretty well on the three x three scene, and having you exposed to kind of a, a professional league like that, it's just going to be so good to bring the IP back back home. Hey, uh, last one before we let you crack on with your morning. Um, you just talk about players carrying their weight and uh, NBA. Well, Nikola Jokic, I just think he's a fascinating athlete. You look at you look at how he kind of moves, and he's obviously exceptionally skilled, but uh, he dunked the other day on the fast break. I don't know if you saw it, and he kind of barely got half a foot off the half a foot off the ground. It looked like he was going to fall over. I mean, what do you make of him as a kind of a two-time MVP and in another discussion? And and the Nuggets look unbelievable in the, against the Suns in that first game. Is he just a bit of like a an anomaly, a bit of a freak? Yeah, I guess like, it's like one of those guys that I said that carry their weight well. <laughs> um, he's he's a, uh, he's a bit different, you know, like. I think that he plays very skilled and, and patient, so he's not putting his body in those positions where he can get injured, and he knows that, I guess, he has to do that to continue playing for a long time. But I also think that, like, some people's body types just look like that. It doesn't matter what they do, and they um, mm. you can look at them and they, you can't see, I guess, what's actually under all that. But um, and I think he's a real strong guy. His great footwork and, and and all the little tools and skills 
to be able to play the game well. So it's yeah, obviously he is a bit of an anomaly. But if you look at the majority of people, I think that they're all got like five or five to six body fat percentage, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the goal. And uh, hey, Ty, look, thanks a lot for joining us this morning and uh, making the effort to get out of uh, your your nice, comfortable bed to talk to me and Louis on uh, Is in Keeper for Breakfast. Mate, you, you get yourself back to bed. We wish you all the best uh, in the Super League up in China. Uh, we'll be definitely tuning in and uh, we'll get you back on the line once you're up there and just let us let us know what life's like up there later on, eh? Yeah, no, cheers. Thank you for that. Appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah. Cheers, Ty. There you go, Ty Winyard, heading up to China for the Super League and the 3v3 basketball tour. Um, mate, and he, you know, that, that comment that Ty makes in and around body fat, you know, the motivation to to, to, to strip down and, and I guess get some longevity out of the game uh, is so key in today's athlete. But also, I think the, the message from him there was the love of the sport, you know, having, mm. having to be that guy that travels around with your dad and and always used to winning and and being driven through that sports sector it does get to you in the end um, but mate so happy that they've found he's and, and him personally he's found that love back and uh, that passion back there and going on I I, I reckon he'll be an absolute hit Louis in that Super League. Oh, I think he's he's super reflective about himself and he's kind of he's been through. He's been through the darkness and he's just starting to come out the other side and the good things are starting to happen, you know? And like for him and his family, and kind of prioritising his family and doing that, getting a bit of perspective has clearly paid him back in spades and, you know, people believe in good karma or whatever. Um, I just think it's cool and oh, I really enjoyed that. It's a little bit of a more than an athlete chat on a Tuesday, Kippy. Yeah, it was. Exactly. It was that. And he was, um, you know, nice and, and forthcoming with the – the uh, the conversation and around the places that he got himself into and and losing his passion for the sport and his love of the sport and you know um, and you hear this so often don't you when you've got such a good person standing next next to you and you've got the motivation of a young a young child that's looking up to you you know you become a mentor and a and a father figure you know he just wants to get out there and enjoy it so mate all the best to Ty Winyard on his on his next uh, next journey like it's been a fantastic journey so far I'm pretty sure there's plenty more chapters to write in Ty Winyard's book. A text comes straight through. Just a fantastic show and chat. What well on Louis and Kimpy? Well, what well on to Ty Winyard, really? Picking up the phone nice and early to chat to us. And the good news is, guys, we've got a new team to support. The Shanghai Sharks. Who would have thought? Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Number one fans of the Shanghai Sharks. Yeah, that's right. Fins up. Fins up for the Sharks, <laughs> not the Marco. Sorry, Tasman. I do like Tasman. Little brothers. 20 minutes past 8 o'clock. Uh, actually, there's a text I need to read around the Chiefs at some stage, so I will get to that. Um, here with Kim's Warehouse, the Real House of Fragrance. Lots of people, Kempi, have got the song right. So anybody that got the song right will announce the name of the song and uh, announce the winner before the end of this hour as well. But you still got time to text. Can you give us it one more time, Neeps? That little snippet? Do you still have it loaded? Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, and the artist is not T. Kemp. Well, it could be. <laughs> oh, could, I love that tune. Absolutely love a, it. It's an absolute banger. 20 minutes past eight, back in a sec.